Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Happy Boxing Day, everybody. I can't believe that another Christmas has now passed. And uh, Hanukkah, I believe, tonight is the last night of Hanukkah as well. And uh, we're almost to 2023. Kind of wild when you think about it. So I am going to do a few episodes uh, leading over the new year to hopefully help everybody out there think about this past year, not live in it, not stay there, but then also how do we set intentions and the roadmap for a brand new year. Uh, I wanted to also just say thank you to everybody who listened to the the 24 days of coffee advent calendar um, that Keurig created. It was very fun. I, I happened upon it at a Bed Bath & Beyond and it just gave me an idea of, wow, this would be kind of fun to videotape each of these every day along with a leadership. So thank you. I know so many of you were sending me really nice DMs and notes and emails and texts about it. So I'm really glad you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun for me. And it was just something new and different. And I kind of intentionally just kept it easy uh, because I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves. Um, a lot of people are afraid to put content out there in the world because they're so worried about what other people think. And to be honest, I mean, I love it when when my words or videos or podcasts and messages and all that hit home with people. Of course, that's why I do it ultimately, because my vision for my life and what I aspire to do is to add value to others through helping others achieve and believe in themselves and their dreams and be leaders. And um, so... I love that, but I also do it for me because it's fun, and I'm not worried about the haters out there, and if everyone has an opinion about everybody. It's like, eh, whatever. Just do your thing, and um, the right people will, you know, come to it, and I don't know. I'll probably butcher the Dr. Seuss quote, but it's the people who mind don't matter and who matter don't mind about what you say and what you put out there, so keep doing you. Maybe that's something you want to you know, look forward to in the new year if you're not already out there doing it. All right. But yeah, the advent calendar was a lot of fun. I was thinking, wow, I wish I had a 365-day advent calendar. Why hasn't anybody created that? And then, of course, it's like, well, that's what a can of coffee is. You just you drink it every day from that. But the element of surprise in an advent calendar is what was so fun. You, you generally knew the brands you were going to get. Just like if you bought a, a chocolate advent calendar, any kind of advent calendar, you kind of know, like, okay, this is generally what it's going to be. But there's still something about, like, opening up every single day and wondering what you're going to get. And I couldn't help but, you know, get a little existential about it, if you will, and think about an advent calendar as a life calendar. And that, you know, every day is a new day, a new beginning, a new opportunity. And you don't always know what you're going to get, right? Because life does throw you a lot of curveballs. But how exciting is it when you wake up in the morning, you're alive, you're breathing, and you're able to, you know, pop, some, pop the day open, if you will, and discover all it has in store. And gosh, life is just, it's precious and it's fleeting, extremely fleeting. And I I know a lot of people close to me lost people this year. 
and I know a few people too have passed this year. It's very sad and like again unexpectedly in in some ways and in other ways through illnesses, etc. Um I feel like the world kind of mourned too just a couple of weeks ago when um Twitch was a, he's a hip hop and um dancer, his wife Allison, you know, is also and they're a cute family. I've been following them forever on Instagram. Um, took his own life and that just sent like a shockwave through so many people and communities that know him I had the chance to meet him at D23 I believe it was 2015 and because he was there in the audience really just hanging out supporting his wife because she was part of Talent Central Dancing with the Stars and nobody was going up to him and I'm like well okay I'm working I probably shouldn't but I did because it's Twitch and I loved watching him on So You Think You Can Dance and just thought, wow, what a what a brilliant guy. He starts out as a hip-hop dancer, but he could do any type of dance. And as a former dancer myself, I, I just really respected how quickly he picked up to all the other genres of dance. And anyway, I just said hi to him, and and I said, yeah, are you Twitch? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he was just so sweet and so humble. And I said, I just wanted you to know like just how much, how talented I think you are, amazing you are. And you know, I complimented him, and I loved watching you on you know, So You Think You Dance. And He's like, he was just like so humble and thank you. That's so kind. Thank you. He's like, oh, I'm just here for, for Allison today. I'm just trying to keep a low profile. I'm like, oh, totally. I'm not going to draw a lot of attention to you. No worries. Could I just take a quick selfie with you? And he's like, of course, of course. So we took a selfie. And anyway, just a really nice, humble guy. I mean, I know that that 30-second interaction and everything that we see on social media doesn't tell us everything about everybody. We don't know the whole story. And I, I'm not beginning to judge um, what happened with him, it did trigger me harder than I would have expected it to because sadly, I mean, other celebrities that have taken their lives that hurt my heart was like Robin Williams and, you you know, Anthony Bourdain and others. You're just like, wow, like you look on the outside and you think, man, they have everything. But we don't know what kind of battles are going on in their in their minds and their heads. And I mean, I, I think most of you probably know by now, my dad took his own life. You know, I shot his his wife, his you know my stepmother. I wasn't super close. I didn't know her very well, um, but and then took his own life. And don't know why. Don't know what happened. Never will. At least not on this side of heaven. Anyway, I don't won't know. Um, but I guess like for me too, that's why I'm very active in suicide prevention. And um, I hope anybody's listening to this. And if you know anybody, you know I'm always in here. But there are hotlines to call. There are emergency lines to call. It's like I just I struggle because I have not been there, but it's like I struggle and thinking, is that really the only way out? Is that really like you're so hopeless and deep in whatever mental state you're in that that is what you think solves something? Um, it, and it just doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, it leaves more depression and, and angst and hurt and questions in your wake um, and I'm not sure. Anyway, not not the road I intended to go down for today's podcast, but I guess a way to just say when you reflect back on this year, reflect on you got to reflect on all the hurts and the pains as well as the goods and the and the and the wonderful moments too, and recognize that there's always dawn, right? There's always a rainbow after the storm. There's always, no matter how bad this year is. 
no matter how bad it was for some of you, maybe you think, gosh, this was the worst year. There's always something to be grateful for, always something to be thankful for. Um, I was listening to Mel Robbins' podcast, and um, I had no idea it was such a horrible year for her. And I loved that she shared these kind of three lessons that she learned this past year. And I wanted to pass them along because I think they're really helpful when you start looking at how you reflect on a year um, lived, right? Uh, the first one is life is always trying to teach you something. And it's in that that friction and space where you're uncomfortable is where you're doing the most learning. And I think that's so 100% right because you think about it when when you're having moments where man, life is so good, everything feels so good. Um, it's, you're not learning, and I feel like we, we're never contented, right? We're always, oh, what's next, what's next, what's next? And we're always moving forward um, out of those spaces. And sometimes we just need to stop and reflect and recognize like when times are contentful and just appreciate it because you know it's not going to last because life is a roller coaster and life is full of ups and downs. And throws you curveballs. No one said life was easy and no one said life was going to be fair in, in the definition of fair. It's messy. It's messy, but it's beautiful. And I have definitely personally learned so much more from the rough times, the, the hurts, the pains, the, t- the uncomfortable times. I mean, life really does begin outside of your comfort zone, the end of your comfort zone than you do in those times when you are contented and things are fine and happy. So I think when we keep that in mind and recognize when we're in the muck, whatever that muck is, just remind yourself that there's a lesson to be learned. I'm not feeling it now because I feel like crap or I'm hurt or I'm devastated, I'm depressed, I'm whatever. But I know if I, if I stay resilient, if I stay strong, if I stay faithful, that this too shall pass. It always does. And I'm going to look back with hindsight being 2020 and go, oh, okay, that's what I learned this from it. It sucked. I wouldn't want to go through it again, but this is what I learned from it. Uh, the second thing that she had said is behind every excuse is fear. And I paused on that one too. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right, man. I have a litany of excuses for not exercising, for not putting myself you know, self-care first and getting in shape and maybe eating better and, and all the things. Is it fear? It's probably, probably is in my case. I never thought of it that way. Fear of failure, fear of I'm going to try really hard and nothing's going to happen. So what's the point? Um, and not being able to live with that. Maybe fear of putting myself out there, you know, claiming that here's what I'm going to do. And then when I don't do it, people are going to be like, oh, Carly, and you talk a good game about leadership. You can't even lead yourself. Yeah, those are the fears that come out in my head for sure. So behind every excuse, so so why do we allow the excuses to keep us in boxes, to keep us from pursuing and pushing ourselves into where we want to be or where our dreams may lead? You know, fear is all in your head. It's not real. So we got to get those lizardy thoughts out of our brains and recognize what it is and it's like yeah it's normal to feel that but can you turn those scared feelings into scared excited feelings and scared sighted and you know like look at it more as okay this might be really scary but this could be really fun and challenging and interesting and going back to lesson number one no matter what I'm gonna learn from this and you can always course correct you can always detour and take another path And then her final lesson is change is not easy. Well, that's the understatement of the year, right? 
no matter if change is in the grand scheme of things something good and change is truly to me it's it's opportunities like I actually do thrive in change because I thrive in variety uh, because when I'm stagnant I get bored and when I'm bored I get lazy and so some of that I think is ADD but some of it is also I want to stay challenged because if I met this oh okay so I volunteered with my team at Give Kids the World Village a couple of weeks ago and I met this one of the volunteers there not a Disney volunteer she volunteers and she's been volunteering at Give Kids the World Village for like 12 years and um, she's 79 years old and you would never guess it like she is just and I said what is your secret and she started just sharing with me her story and her life and you know we started talking and I was like wow she's like the secret is you just don't stop you just keep going you just keep moving keep moving forward keep trying new things keep getting out there keep your body moving don't stop otherwise that's when things all catch up with you and then you know I think it's like that body and uh, and rest stays at rest a body in motion stays in motion and um I just I thought she was just so inspiring and but I think it regardless of our age we should all be like that right keep moving keep moving forward and it's okay it's you move forward and it's like eh, okay that didn't work out that's okay we're gonna move this way we're gonna zigzag we're gonna go over this way we're gonna go that way the goal is to just keep keep moving forward and recognize that whatever change you're going through yeah it's exhausting it's mentally taxing but you will get through it and you can get through it and it's all in how you manage it and it's so important when you're going through change or expecting more change and you're just not sure what it means for you is to not get yourself all wrapped up in the what ifs and the what if what if this happens what if that happens what if I lose my job what if I'm part of this reorg what if I get a new job what you don't know what you don't know just treat life like an advent calendar and open it one day at a time and enjoy that moment and that day and make those decisions for that day it's so important to keep that mindset Oh, all right. Well, I do have some sips. Um, I think I, I want to continue the sips in my next episode, too. But I'm going to give you three because I think we need to take this really slowly as we're in the last week of the year and getting ready for a new year. I think it's really important this time of year to really pause. And first, the first sip is reflect. Reflect on the year. And I'm going to steal a tool again from Mel Robbins. I thought it was a good one. Take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, write on the left side the shit I hate, and write on the right side the things I love. And I think you can use this when you go back through the life, or through your life this past year, and just get it all out on paper and recognize the things that man you just really don't like they could be moments in time or they could be tasks or they could be projects they could be anything anything that you just don't like to do and then of course the things you love can hopefully also this exercise helps you hone in to prioritize your life in the coming year and then based on that we're going to go into your second sip and this is now time relinquish it's time to really relinquish because you can't go back in time. You can't go back to January 1, 2022. You're, the, the, the year is done, so we're going to put that behind us. But before we do that, I think, an, I think a good tool to do this is the, the uh, corporate feedback tool that everyone loves to use. But I actually think it's really useful when you apply it to your own life. 
So what, what can you, what should you stop? What should you start? And what do you want to continue? So you have the things I, should I hate, the things I love, and then now we're going to relinquish. So we're going to figure out what are we going to stop, start, and then continue. And then again, the things you're going to start and continue then help fold into what is going to be your roadmap for the new year. But we're not there yet. we got to slow it down. So don't get too excited. Because the third sip, before we do any of that, and I think this is an important, um, an important step that a lot of frameworks for New Year's and setting intentions, et cetera, doesn't have, is often I find things like, and I read a lot of articles about this and see a lot of tools and models for this. It's like, oh, reflect and now go. It's like, hold on, there's a bunch of steps in between that we need to do because it's not so easy to just flip a switch on New Year's and say, yay, old year gone, new year here, everything's going to be wonderful. This is why New Year's resolutions are stupid and they suck and you shouldn't set them because it doesn't work. Anyone can make a list on the day, first day of a new year, go, I'm going to do all these things, ready, go. But it doesn't work because it's too fast and it's putting too much pressure on yourself to achieve in like literally the first 30 days of a brand new year. That's why I'm a big fan. I think most of you know, if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, I'm a big fan of setting intentions with a word for the year, like a big theme of the year, and then setting some actions against that and some goals, but very slowly, small turtle steps. Like let's not go zero to 60 because we don't want to go zero to, well, that was a nice thought and now it's February and I'm going to throw that list out now. So anyway, back to the third sip if you're keeping up with me. First sip, reflect. Second sip, relinquish. Third sip is rejuvenate. So between reflecting on your year, recognizing the things that you want to stop, start, continue, but before you get into a new year, take time, rejuvenate, refresh, relax, just take steps back and just give yourself this moment to pause and have some downtime because that is so important to just take care of yourself before you head into a new year, before you even start thinking about your roadmap for the new year. And this can take any form that you want it to, any form that you're comfortable with, whatever is going to help you to feel like that deep inhale, exhale, and like, okay, 2023, I got this, it's going to be okay, and we're just going to take it one day at a time like an advent calendar. So make sure you rejuvenate. Before we get into next episode, we're going to talk about the road ahead because everybody needs a roadmap with a good GPS to get where you're going to go. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.